1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com weightloss. Welcome back. FlowTrack Podcast. I'm Gordon. This is Olivia. Day 7. The 200s. Man, that women's two hundred. Shreka Jackson, we'll get into that. Uh, We had some four-by-one prelims where there was almost a little bit of chaos on the women's side. Not on the men's side. Actually, a little bit on the men's side as well. Uh, We had some interesting women's 800 prelims, uh, two uh, field event finals, triple jump, almost crazy, almost ridiculous in the women's triple jump. Uh, But altogether, it's setting up for a great Saturday and Sunday, we're going to have the 4x1 finals. We'll have the 5K finals, 800-meter finals. Uh, now that we've seen what happened in the 1 and the 2, makes that 4x1 very interesting. You're going to have mm-hmm. the 100-meter champion, Shikari, the 200-meter champion, Sharika, both may, maybe anchoring, maybe on the same leg in the 4x1. Probably Shelly will get the anchor for Jamaica, but – Anyway, a lot of excitement going on for the next 48 hours. But before we get to all that, we got to thank our sponsors. Olivia, who's sponsoring today's podcast?
0: Absolutely. The one and only wonderful pistachios. And Gordon, are you looking for a delicious and nutritious snack that packs a real protein punch? I bet you are. So give a crack into a good source of protein with tasty, healthy, wonderful pistachios. There is about... Each one ounce serving of wonderful pistachio contains six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is one of the highest protein nuts out there on the market. But that's not all, you guys. Pistachios are also known for their fiber and better for you, unsaturated fats, which may help you keep feeling fuller longer especially as we have 48 hours left to go in these championships and that's not the best part about it wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors sizes perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you while you're getting ready for school getting ready for work dropping the kiddos off to all the after school activities this is the way to fill you up with a healthy and tasty snack. Wonderful Pistachios will be your new go-to snack. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day.
1: If you haven't got Wonderful Pistachios by now, what are you doing? What What are you doing? I know.
0: You're just underneath the rock at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, you probably are busy watching seven great days of track and field because we had another – I would say dramatic. There were some things that were like, okay, that makes sense. Noah Lyles winning the 200. It was dramatic for me for other reasons, but there were some weird things that happened to some favorites and weird, you know, things I didn't expect. And I think we should start with that women's 200. While I think a lot of people expected the top three, which what we got yes. with Sharika, mm-hmm. Gabby, and Shakari. Sharika proved she was the favorite for a reason and destroyed Gabby and Shakari. But were you expecting to see 21-41? Let me say that again. Yes. 21-41. She is only yes. .02 away from running a 21-3. That's yes. nuts. Olivia, wrap our head around that. What did we just see?
0: We just saw the number two all-time performance in history. Sharika Jackson from the start. As we could expect from the talented Jamaican, got out aggressively, attacked the turn, and literally it was just her against the clock. Coming off of that hundred meters home stretch, she was just powering through. No one was able to respond, Gordon. No one. It was just like, there goes Sharika Jackson. Race is now for second and third. Who else is going to meddle with her? And of course, we predicted Gabby Thomas and Shakari Richardson being in that top three along with Jackson. It was just kind of the order. I was just so impressed. 2141 just 0.07 off of a world record. And I don't know about you, but I if I was Sharika Jackson, I would be celebrating, but she almost looked upset. Do you think maybe it was because like that world record you're just that close and you're like goodness gracious, what can I have done because there was no celebration. She just kind of looked at the clock and was like Okay,
1: I don't. Okay, I don't think she was upset. I think she was just tired.
0: That could have been it too.
1: I mean, remember when Sydney was on the track after running fifty seconds in the four hundred hurdles? She just sat there, put her hands on her knees. I would have been laid like, out though. Chilling
0: four hundred hurdles. That's a yeah. That's a but I think Sydney
1: that's didn't tough. really celebrate her world record because she was tired. She just literally ran something that hasn't been done before. And while we have seen a time a little bit faster than it's done before. We haven't seen something this fast done before in a while. And so for Sharika, I think it was more just my body just did something it's never done before and I need to chill out right now. I need to to catch my breath. I don't even have the energy to smile. All of her smile energy was put into that 2141. So she had to Mm -hmm. kind of refuel. She had to kind of get in the sunlight get some uh, solar powers of energy to get that smile and that reaction of, oh my goodness, I just ran an incredible time. I'm in my prime. And you look at that wind. It was not a heavy tailwind. It was Mm -hmm. no wind. You give her some extra little bit of wind, give her a 1.9, to 1.7 wind, maybe even a little bit of altitude. That world record, 1,000% is within reach it's not just a like oh you need the perfect day she ran 2141 after running 100 meter rounds 200 meter rounds she could put something special together if the the planets align
0: yeah i think she had perfect conditions though because if you think about when it comes to the 200 right like if we're talking about negative wind that means that first half of that race she's running into a headwind It's the clock and the, the wind gauge is looking at the last hundred. So I don't know if she would want probably a negative win. I think this was like ultimate perfect conditions of like having nothing. Like we saw the pure raw talent of Sharika Jackson running 21, four
1: insane. Yeah. I think the, we weren't expecting 21, four. And I think because we weren't expecting 21-4, we thought Gabby had a shot. But as soon as, like you said, when you're watching that opening 80 meters, you're like, oh, she's on all-time quick pace. As good as Gabby is, Gabby is not ready to run in that territory. So the race was pretty much over in the first 60 to 80 meters. And then it was kind of like Gabby versus Shikari run for second. There was a moment when it looked like Gabby was falling apart a bit. And maybe Shikari it was going to be able to get her in the final 20, 30 meters. But Gabby was able to just kind of keep her form, hold on, and kind of just sh- kind of look like a struggle, struggle through the line to hold off Shikari on the outside. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Sharika, twenty one four. How old is she? What's what? I gotta think. What's her age?
0: I feel like I think we're close sh- in age, so maybe twenty
1: nine.
0: Yeah, twenty nine. She's twenty nine.
1: Yeah. Just mm-hmm. turned twenty nine. She'll be turning 30 at the Olympics. That's these next two years are her, like her final years of being in this type of shape. Yes, we see what Ann has been able to do with her incredible mid thirties year that she had last year and the year before, but to run world record type times, you need to be in your prime and she's in her final, maybe two years of prime. You could argue maybe this was, her fa- this was her best chance looking back at it, but I still think she stays healthy. She's going to go into 2024 with that confidence, smelling the world record, and uh, she might put it together in, uh, in, the, in the coming year.
0: Do you think if you're Sharika Jackson right now, you try to find one more race? Like right now, just, within the last month, just knowing knowing that you're less than a tenth of a second off a breaking world record. And again, I don't even know if that was like a vision for her. Like, hey, this is what we're striving for. But now that you're that close, do you try one more well, time or do you just take the time to, you know, rest and get training for, for Paris next year?
1: I, d- I don't think she tries to go to the well. I think she tries to, you know, continue running well and maybe win a diamond league or two you'll know, try to win the 1 and the 2 in the diamond league maybe try to beat shikari in the 100 to try to have at least one win over her but in the sprints sprinters don't really go for world records in a weird way no one's ever like world because
0: i think tune in
1: for this sprint event world record attempt like that happens in the distance races because there's pacing there's lights there's setup with wind con- like temperature conditions with Kipchogi in the marathon that's like a distance thing whereas for the sprinters, world records just come in. There's the ultimate pressure, which is a championship final. So I think mm-hmm. we're really going to only see her go have a world record attempt in a 200-meter final at Paris, in a 200-meter final in 2025 in Tokyo. I don't think pre-Fontaine 200 is going to really make – she's going to go to the well. Like the only time you really have to go to the well is when there's a medal on the line. No one really goes to the well when there's no medals on the line.
0: I guess but I think we haven't had world record talks because we didn't really think anyone would break them like Usain Bolt once he ran that I don't think anyone ever thought anybody would come remotely close to running the times that he was running Flojo, Joe no one thought anybody would be close but now that we're seeing it Jerika Jackson kind of tapping into that wheelhouse and then Noah Lyle's kind of putting it out there and running what he did at world championships last year in that 200, all of a sudden now the brain starts to spin and you're like, wait, is it actually possible now? Like this isn't so far-fetched. I feel like within the recent years that now the conversations of world records are happening.
1: Yeah, but I just don't think she's going to do it in any other meet except for a global final. I just, I don't think. I also don't think Shereke is really motivated right now for the world record. I think she's motivated to get another medal. I think she's motivated to win an Olympic medal, win an Olympic gold. Mm Because you look at the past three global championships, 2021, it was all Elaine Thompson-Hurrah. 2022, while Sharika ran well, you were still – Shelly Ann was – looked at as the top sprinter because of a regular season and ultimately winning the 100-meter dash. When you mm-hmm. look at 2023, you look at the two people, won gold: Sharika and Shakari. If you're going to have to rank them, while Sharika has this incredible time, Shakari's is going to have, hey, I've beaten Sharika multiple times in 100 and I won the more marquee sprint event, the 100. So I think in a, in a way, Sharika, I think this wasn't, this was kind of the Constellation Prize for her. She really wanted that 100 because winning the 100 on the women's side is what marks you as the fastest woman in the world. And mm-hmm. while Shikari, in a way just gets to have that title until 2024, even though Sharika ran 21-41. I think the only way Sharika would have been looked at as a faster woman this year over Shikari is if she actually broke the world record because there's just a bias towards the 100 meters. And if there's a bias towards mm-hmm. 100 meters, you look at Shikari having multiple head-to-head against Sharika and the gold, you're going to just naturally say, hey, that's cool. You have the 200. That's why Noah Lyles is so big about getting good in the 100. Because Noah Lyles could dominate the 200, but everyone's going to pay attention to Marcel Jacobs. They're all going to pay attention to Fred Curley. And Noah Lyles is like, all right, no matter what I do in the 200, it means nothing unless I can do it in the 100. So I think that itch, for Sharika, still hasn't been scratched despite running the second fastest 200 all time.
0: Yeah, I, I I have to agree because it's like that statement being the fastest woman, men alive, right? You look to the hundred. However, yeah. I I kind of going back to world record talk a little bit with Sharika Jackson. I I agree with you. I think the thought process was getting my medals. Let me rack up my medals, right? But it's kind of like what you discussed earlier in the week on the podcast. It's like okay. You only have certain, you have medals now. Now we got to strive for that time. And I think now the way Sharika Jackson may approach going forward is like, yes, I'm going to, probably that hundred is going to be something she's going to be really focused on. She wants a title. I want to be the fastest woman on the planet. 200 meters. She's completely dominating that. But this time now, I want it for another reason. I want to strive for a world record now. I want, and again, I think she wasn't maybe motivated. You know these world championships again. It's just earning the medals, but I think pretty soon her brain might start switching a little bit and being like, "Okay, just won twenty one forty one. Great conditions. It's time to elevate now. What more can I pull from this two hundred? I already have the titles. Now it's just time to get that time.
1: It's and like if stepping Shereka, stones, Gordon. Yeah. Speaking of medals, now she only has two global gold individuals. So take mm-hmm. out relay stuff because relay's you know, realize I just don't count as your individual medal count. She already has eight global medals individually. She has yeah. six at the world championship level and two at the Olympics. So you could argue she should get double medals next year and double medals again. So by the time she's 31, she could have 12 individual medals. That in the all time world, that puts you in like a top 10 tier all time. Twelve. because remember she got in the Olympics 2016, she was bronze in the 400. In the 2015 world Championships, she was bronze in the 400. So the number, the more and more she adds to that medal total. Now I get it, she's gonna want more of those colors of those medals to be gold than silver or bronze. So she's gonna hopefully, you know, but it's gonna be hard. She carries gonna be in her way. Shelly Ann's gonna be in her way faster. Um, Gabby's gonna be in her way, but her trajectory is looking good in the all time ranks. Don't think it's gonna yeah. be enough for her to pass Shelly Ann. I think the only way she would pass Shelly Ann if she got if she went four for four. Like if she won double gold twenty twenty four, double gold twenty twenty five, then you'd be like, all right, maybe we need to pass the torch to Sharika. But right now Shelly Ann still has that torch. Yeah. I agree. All right. Moving on to the the men's 200. Olivia, my yes. prediction that I've been holding on to for over a year, because it was all the way yeah. back in July of 2022. I said, Kenny B was going to win the men's 200 in 2023, then Lyles 24 and Knighton in 25. I held on to that despite seeing Noah Lyles have a phenomenal... End of twenty twenty two, a phenomenal twenty twenty three, winning the hundred meter gold. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go. I'll I'm gonna stay on this ship until it completely sinks." And that was up until, you know, fifteen minutes ago or twenty minutes ago. Kenny B did not win. He didn't even medal. I thought he would medal. He fell to fifth, but it was a. Let's be honest. This was an incredible field. Five. Phenomenal all-time two hundred meter runners, and that's not even including Andre De Grasse, the Olympic champion, because De Grasse isn't in his prime. But seeing the three Americans throw in Hughes and throw in a young Tobogo, this was a very this is a deeper two hundred than we normally see. And so, I'm upset that my prediction's wrong. But let's be honest, it was a it was a hail mary prediction. It would have been great if it happened, but hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I airballed this one. I still believe in Kenny B. Still think he's going to be a medal contender the next couple years. So all's going to be fine for Kenny B. But I think we really need to focus this segment on Noah Lyles. He officially pulls off the double. This was the easier event of the two. So once he got the 100, it seemed inevitable that he was going to get this Mm -hmm. 200. He's the first one to pull off the World Championship double since Bolt. That's a, that's a sentence to say out loud. First one to do something since the greatest of all time to do it. And, but you, you look at, he, he's, and he easily did it. He didn't, it wasn't a lean. It wasn't close. Knighton was, really wasn't in the wheelhouse. He beat him handedly. I do think there was a little bit of numbness to the result because you're like, nineteen five. 5 you do that in your sleep. Ninety five. that's like your floor. It's a, gold cha- it's, a, it's a world championship final. You're only running your floor? Like, we want to see you in the nineteen fours, threes, maybe even a twos. Um, but it actually kind of made more sense that he ran nineteen five. Having the three legs of the 100 in his legs, I think it would have been crazy for him to run near a world record, near his, his American record in this final. 19-5, uh, looking back on it, makes a lot of sense. I was never on the, we're going to see a world record train anyway. I thought he's the favorite, but he's, he's going to run like enough to win, which is what he did.
0: Before I put my thoughts out there, I just want to say that I was correct okay. on my order. For everyone that has messaged me saying I was going to be wrong. Here we go. Okay, wait. I little, hold on, hold on.
1: Who did you say was going to win the <laughs> women's 200?
0: I was wrong about that. I had Gabby okay. Thomas. I was rooting <laughs> for the U.S. here, Gabby right. Thomas, and then I had Sharika Jackson, Shakari Richardson. However, in this men's final, people were messaging me about the men's final in my prediction. Three for three in that. I was wrong. So Noah Lyles, Ariane Knighton, tobogo It was it was kind of a mirror of what we saw in that women's final, right? Like Shakari Richardson gets out, does her thing. It's the race for second. Lots of things were happening <laughs> that last 100. It was pretty much no allows up in front. Arian Knighton, I have to say, like, Kenny B, like, he was in the mix. Like, he was there. And then all of a sudden, it just it just trickled away. Arian Knighton, the young talent, just sneaks in there for second. 1975, Tobogo, 1981. I think to just kind of continue that conversation of, like, nineteen five. I was one of those people that was like rooting for Noah Lyles for this world record. I am all for the fast times. I was like, I just want to see history be made on my TV screen right now, watching the world championships and to see like 19 five, I don't want to be like kind of disappointed, but it's like when that hype is up there and you believe in that athlete that you're like, yeah, I really think like Noah Lyles putting it out there. I, I was like, I support that. And I want to see that happen. And then to kind of just trickle away, it wasn't like a nineteen two or nineteen three where it was close. And you're like, "Dang it, he's just right there." And we're like, "Dang, nineteen Like we've seen Noah Lyles obviously go faster than that. So you're just kind of expecting to see something better than what you've seen before, you know. But overall, I felt like the two under was just a mirror of each other—one dominant athlete in the race for second and third.
1: If Noah Lyles ran nine six or 9.7 low in the 100, then I think it would have been more realistic for a world record attempt. But he's run 9.8 before. He ran 9.8 in 2019 when he was running 19.5s. So the 100 didn't really show like, uh-oh, 200 is going to be wild. The 100 more showed like he's a gamer and can win when there's a lot of pressure on him. I didn't think it showed that he was in world record fitness. I think we need to see Noah Lyle start running nine sevens in the hundred for us to start thinking. I mean, bolt ran nine five when he ran 1919 nine mm-hmm. five. So like it was, it would be crazy for a nine, eight guy to run the equivalent 200 of a nine, five guy. Yeah. I do think though a nine, six guy can run the equivalent of a nine, five guy in a 200 because they're two different events, but nine, eight just seemed like a bigger jump for him. And I think he probably knew that. I think his coach knew that. It's like, hey, they once they saw the hundred results, they were kind of like, all right, he's better than everyone, but he's not. He's not. This isn't going to be a nineteen-two day, which is fine. Yeah, he's young, and now he can train hard for a whole year, go into next year as a double champion, defending champion in the global titles, and see if he can put together that nine-six. 1910 performance. He predicted, you know, that prediction was real. At the end of the day, that prediction was a 2024 prediction. It was never a 2023 prediction. It was always a 2024. He just didn't tell us.
0: Maybe, but it's out there, and yeah. I'm still on that train. I'm like, come on, Noah, we can do this.
1: Yeah, I'm all and I, of that. I'm. I think he he's gonna get close for sure. It's hard to. I've learned my lesson to stop saying. Saint Bolt's record's gonna get broken because I failed miserably at that. So I'm always gonna have one very strong foot on the inside of that door where I stick with Bolt because I don't wanna make that mistake again. But my toes are a little touching the water with Noel. He's double champion. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna improve. He's still and he's still in his prime. He's not leaving his prime. And there's gonna be more. Excitement around twenty twenty four, more pressure, which is I think gonna bring more out of them. So, yeah, I just, yeah, congrats to Noah. I mean, Congratulations. he did he did the yes. thing that he did it. Got the it's gold. I'm, We kind of already thought it already happened after he won the one, but now it's official. Official. Now it's he official. can try to win the triple and win the four by one. Yep. But uh, speaking of four by yeah, one, Noah Lyles. He is officially the fastest man in the world. Who's this? And I guess Tobogo is officially the second fastest man in the world. Who who do you say is the second fastest man in the world? Tobogo, Knighton, Hughes, or Curly? Wrong with Knighton. You think Knighton's the second fastest man in the world? But Tobogo. Did well in the hundred. You did. Hundred's more important than the two hundred. I think you gotta put Tobogo number two. I think fastest man, I think it should be Lyles, Tobogo, Knighton, I, I guess Hughes, and then Curly. Okay. Cause I think Curly's still fast. You just didn't get to show it. I think yeah, Curry would have meddled in the hundred meter final if you made the final. So, very true. That's my current power rankings of fastest man power rankings.
0: I think my thought process is similar to yours. Yeah, my Who brain on, honestly went. My brain automatically went to the two hundred. I think I'm just biased because I love the two hundred so much. So my brain was and like, we "Just watched nine. it." Yeah, we just watched it too. Yeah, I, I would have to say Lyles. To Bogo. Then you put Fred F- fifth. Put Fred fifth. You did.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think he deserves it. He's still fast. He just, he would have, I don't know. You can't just say what happened this week is all that matters. There's more. Oh, yeah, to you're right. what happened Absolutely. this week.
0: So, right. So, my brain automatically wanted to put Fred third. That's why I was like, hesitant. Well, but yeah. Knighton has just been on a whole different level. So yeah, I feel like for me, there's a lot of toss-ups here.
1: we will well, we'll, all in d- agree, Laos we'll, we'll is number one. Yeah, we'll get we'll get more data points after the second half of the Diamond League comes in. Uh, but I just, I refuse to do the wor- thing where what happened at Worlds is the order, no matter what, and that The other three hundred and sixty four days of the year mean nothing. I think that's bad for the sport to just say whoever wins worlds, whoever goes one, two, three in worlds is automatically the fastest, second, fastest, third like, yes, it's important, but there's more to running than just one championship. It's an important part, but not the only part. So that's why I still think Fred should be considered a top five sprinter in the world, despite Well, yeah, that's why I was like number
0: three. That's why I was like, I think Fred I I said number three for me. So Yeah, I totally agree. You can't base off, like, yes, they prepare for these championships this moment. That's what the goal is, right? But entirely as a season, yeah,
1: things change. All right, let's stay with the sprinting. Start the men's four-by-one. Nothing that exciting. I think, though, there was a little concern here. USA had a little bit of a bobble of exchange between Brandon Carnes and JT Smith. Both a little bobble, first time a little, little, yeah, a little bobble. bobble. It was a little, nah. No, okay, medium bobble. No. It was a medium bobble.
0: Yes, it was definitely more than little.
1: Okay, it was a vente. Maybe it's Starbucks type, Starbucks size is a vente bobble. <laughs> <laughs> is it, so vente? It, was, it was a, grand, it was a grande, grande. It was a grande. Bobble. yeah. I was, was like, that's a that the tall glass. Yeah, yeah, grande. it was a grande bobble. It was a grande bobble, yeah but it makes sense. Brandon Carnes and JT Smith first time on a team USA relay. You're, it make you know, you're bound to have that. They had the big lead, which is all because of Coleman and Curley. And they lost that lead with JT Smith, but obviously JT Smith is going to be taken off likely. And i would say they would put Noah Lyles on that's, I'm not reporting that, but that's what I would assume. They replaced mm-hmm. Smith with Lyles. And then Lyles would clearly be able to hold on to that lead. Mike, the thing we learned here, though, was not seeing Cravant Charleston, I think was a sign that he's not 100% and it's not going to be on this relay. But Coleman looked good. Curly looked good. Carnes held his own. I think if Carnes and Noah can just have that good exchange, I don't think a Jamaica or Japan is going to close on Noah Lyles right now.
0: No, absolutely not. The key for the round, get the stick around, and that's what they did. Um, Very nerve-wracking because history has shown (laughs) that the U.S. tend to struggle getting the baton around. And, you know, if you think about it, like, these athletes aren't training together all the time to practice handoffs, right? Like, we think, you know, going to the woman's side a little bit, you know, you think about Texas having the collegiate record U.S. number one time in the world right now. Those ladies practice every day, train together every day, have really exchange practices probably every other day, right? So I expect it to be sharp. So like to come into these championships, sometimes I think people are like, got to have perfect handoffs all the way, all the time. Every single time they step on the track, the orders switch a lot. These athletes don't train together too, but I'm happy to see. Got the stick around. Fred Curley looked great on the back, on the back stretch there. Christian Coleman leading off did fantastic as to be expected. Just got to clean up the handoffs a little bit. It we'll won't be golden.
1: And Curly definitely wants this team to win because yeah. if they don't get the stick around, he can go home with no medals. It's gonna be weird seeing Curly cheer for Noah Lyles on the home stretch to be like, get me a gold. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> thing where they, you know, they're competing against each other, and all of a sudden Curly is the n- biggest Noah Lyles fan for nine seconds at the end of that relay, which would be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Italy looked good, uh, but Watching this, US I don't see a team scaring USA. If USA gets to stick around, Jamaica ran their A team, and Jamaica didn't look anything special. Like they had no. Seville, they had Blake on there. USA won with you know without their fastest guy. You gotta think, you throw on your fastest guy, that's gonna give you at least a point one more faster, right? I don't know. Minimum. Minimum. So you got to like USA's chances. But at the same time, we always like USA's chances. And then USA destroys it through ridiculous blunders. Uh, So I'm not sure if I should put money on it. But I might. I might trust. I think I should trust Norah Lyles. He's got two golds. I should think that he should be able to get the third. Um, But, man, it's all about the stick, which I hate. I hate that it's about the stick and not about the talent It makes me not really like the four by one as much because it's about the stick and not the talent, but that's another conversation for another day. (laughs) Uh, Women. Now this one, this got spicy. Okay. Olivia, what happened here? What happened between the exchange of Terry and Clark um, from leg two to three?
0: Goodness gracious. Well, it was definitely deep in the zone. From what it looked like outsider and again it feels different when you're actually in the race tt terry was looking fantastic blasting down the back stretch i couldn't tell if clark maybe got out too early or if clark just didn't have the right marks because they're like when the adrenaline's pumping and you're going obviously things can happen either way clark was way too out in front and tt terry had to do extra work to get that exchange to clark I really needed a magnifying glass when they were showing the replay because it looked like Clark was just outside of that fight, the exchange zone when she received the baton. And I must say as the outgoing runner, there's a couple of responsibilities that you are in charge of. You're in charge of getting off on time on your mark, listening for your incoming runner to cue you, keep a flat hand for your target, and be observant of where you are in the zone because when you're the incoming runner you can't see where that exchange zone is where it starts where it ends you're kind of going off feel so the outgoing runner those are your responsibilities and I felt like Clark did a fantastic job of making sure despite all the hiccups that were going on that she remained calm and that she did not turn around she didn't slow down like abruptly so that T.T. Terry ran into her because all of a sudden then you're at you're asking for accidents to happen. Right. But Clark kept her hand back the whole entire time. And T.T. T. Terry was able to place that exchange. And th- I know when I was watching this and they kept showing the replay, I was like, dang, this is really, really close to the end of the exchange zone. But by the looks of it, USA got in. Uh, so, yeah, it was definitely nerve wracking. I was, so, I was screaming at the TV, like what is going on? But things so, don't happen.
1: So you'd say that it actually is impressive that they're able to get it around with that situation that actually showed even in a bad situation, they are able to adjust. It actually wasn't in, you know embarrassing. You mess up the baton exchange, but more actually it shows that in bad scenarios, Clark knew how to adjust. And knew how to make sure a bad scenario doesn't become a disqualification and that like to just, savage about just scenario.
0: imagine if clark was to turn around because she's approaching the end of the exchange zone and like tt terry said in her post-race interview she was yelling at clark to like slow down like wait wait and clark did not hear her she just kept going and so of course with all the noise going around i don't blame her for not hearing because Everyone's saying different, you know, cues and stuff. But the fact that Clark was able to just remain calm and poised, because just imagine if Clark was to like abruptly stop because she's seen the end of the exchange zone and she's like, wait, I don't have the stick yet. And she was to turn around and TT Terry's still coming in full force. That's how accidents happen. Then we would have had a collision and then the stick definitely would not have gone around. So it was definitely too close for comfort on my end. But the fact that Clark was able to be in that position and make sure she got that baton when she did, she gets a round of applause for me.
1: All right. So now what does, we know the men, the men are going to just probably put Lyles on the anchor and probably keep Carnes in the third leg. And that's going to be their team. Replace JT Smith with Noah Lyles. And that should be fine. The question yeah. is now what are the women going to do? Cause they have Shakari and they have yes. Gabby Thomas. Yes. What do you think the order is going to be? And do you think adding both or one of Shakari and Gabby is going to be good enough to beat this Jamaica team that will add Sharika? So the what US do you think is the order probably really going to
0: hate me for this, but I, the way that Jamaica looks right now without yeah. Sharika Jackson, that's a scary thought. It's scary. Oh, gosh. I really, I see Jamaica, like, being the heavy favorite going into these finals. I I don't know if we were to add Shakari Richardson and Gabby Thomas to the finals, if that's going to make... Yes, I feel like you would improve the time, but I don't think it's going to be enough to take down Jamaica.
1: So what do you think USA's order will be? Do you think they'll add, they'll obviously add Do you think they'll add Gabby? And if they do, what do you think the order is going to be?
0: Oh gosh, I really don't know.
1: Because right now they went Davis, Terry, Clark, Jefferson.
0: Didn't we had this conversation before, right? Because I was like, I would want TT, Terry starting off.
1: I think they keep Clark and Terry on.
0: Take Jefferson think.
1: off? No. I think they take off Tamari Davis. And I think they take off Melissa Jefferson. And I think Clark and Terry stay on. If I had a guess. I think Clark and Terry stay on. And I think they put. I don't even know. I
0: have to like visually look. I think at you lead off with
1: Terry. Okay. I think you lead off with Terry, you go to Gabby, you go to Clark, then you... No, you lead off with Clark, you go to Terry. No, hold on. You lead off with Clark, you go to Gabby, you go to Terry, you go to Shikari. Clark, Gabby, Terry, Shikari, and then they get second to Jamaica. <laughs> because Jamaica is probably going to replace Breonna Williams with Sharika Jackson. Like, I don't even know where they put Sharika Jackson on this. They'll probably put Sharika second leg, they'll probably put Thompson third leg. Mm. Well, they probably lead off Thompson. So they probably go Thompson hurrah to Sharika, to Forbes, to Ann, And then that's all she wrote.
0: Mm. See, I would put Sharika either second or third. She eats up that curve,
1: man. Yeah, maybe do purse. Maybe keep Thompson second. Thompson still has the strength, and then you just you just keep it the same. Replace Forbes with Sharika, yeah. And then you just have Williams, Thompson, hurrah, Sharika, Frazier Price. Yeah,
0: yes, we'll find I out. Like but
1: I think Jamaica is going to win. I yeah,
0: I think Jamaica goes in with the. They just had a run with the target on their backs. They're gonna be, like as, as you would as- say, pulling. I get it. It's polling. only a hundred
1: meters. It's a four by one and not a four by two, but sure. We just ran 2141. Exactly. Like, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. nuts. so I'm excited though. Should be good. Uh, other thing that was weird. Women's 800. Yeah. Uh, Nia, Nia Akins gets through pretty impressive. Uh, not pretty impressive, extremely impressive for her and to get in comfortably, which Hodgkinson, uh, gets through Raven Rogers takes the risk. It's a slow round, but gets in on top two. Gemma yeah. Rieke ran great for Great Britain. So you have Hodgkinson, Aikens, Ricky, Rogers. And then we have that third third heat. Mary Mora, a thing and we see a thing Moe My heart
0: <laughs> pounded out of my chest.
1: Something with 350 meters to go. Basically, fall almost falls. It's a complete 180. It looks like she's running in the opposite direction for a moment, and the field is gone. And there was a point when I was like, "If she like tweaks something, it's over. If she, if there was a little bit of like an ankle tweak, she's not going to be able to put pressure on that and be able to power through it. But luckily, there was no weird tweak or like pull muscle that happened because it looked like it could have pulled a muscle. She was able to just stay calm. And seeing her easily get back to the front against a field that was led by Mary Mora, who some say is the second the third, if not second best runner in the world, I think Mo is gonna destroy this 800 final like she is just a different in a different wheelhouse. She literally stopped, took a picture, took a selfie, hey my ankle's weird, and then caught up everyone and then easily qualified. It was ridiculous. Did you have a panic attack? Did you have I a did, panic I did because I had money on her did. to win. <laughs> I had panic attack. So
0: you're like, I need you to get through. Yeah. Oh, man. I And I think it even, personally from my, when I was viewing this, it almost looked like leading into that final lap, like before 350 meters ago, it looked like she was getting bumped a couple times. And I'm watching her and I'm like, she looks uncomfortable right now. Like, not uncomfortable because of the pace, but uncomfortable of, like, her surroundings. That's what it looked like. And then before I knew it, Thing Mo does a 180. Someone goes down. I'm like, a Thingmo, please don't fall. Stays on her feet. I feel like there was some pushing happening going into that final lap. And then all of a sudden, we just saw the, the snowball effect. And it just happened. I'm happy. She stayed if on it, her feet, yeah. cruise through.
1: If there was just any doubt, because obviously there was a thought, maybe she wasn't going to compete here. That semifinal showed that she is a hundred percent. The thing Mo we know from last year and the year before, I think she's yeah. probably more, even the thing Mo of two years ago where she was better. Cause she was better two years ago than she was last year, A things not losing. The thing is going to win this thing easily. It's not even going to be close. There was thoughts it could be close because you saw Keeley have a great indoor season. Mary Mora was beating Keeley. You're like, these two women, Mary Mora and Keeley Houses, are like on fire. And a thing Mo has, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to run. I'm going to do the 1500. Oh, yeah, I only ran like 158. Like, there's a lot of just like, what's going on with a thing Mo? She cares more about the 2024 Olympics than 2023. Meanwhile, these other two women are going crazy. That all that entire take or thought process went out the door when he watched that last 300 meters. Because then you're like, yeah. oh, okay. She literally knows she is a, I can turn on the switch whenever type athlete. You asked me to turn mm-hmm. on the switch and I go from here to here. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be heavy favorite in that final. I got her at plus, plus 115 one. to win, which is great. Plus money. She's going to be like minus 300 to win after watching that final. After watching that semifinal, yeah. so,
0: so now, just looking at into the finals, we have three Americans, right?
1: Yeah, all do three. we
0: see potentially two Americans meddling?
1: I just Mary Moore and Keeley are really good, right? And Aikens is happening out of. I feel like Aikens is having a. It's Atkins or Aikens? I'm sorry if I'm saying your name incorrectly. Nia is having kind of an out of body type season, the mm-hmm. way she ran at USA's, the way she's easily getting through to the final here. Rogers, mm-hmm. we've seen over and over do this, but I think it's going to be fast. I don't think Rogers is prepared to run 156 low. I think you're gonna need to have to run 156 low to medal. And I also think Akins isn't ready to run 156 low. I think they can both run. I think if it's slow, if it's like a 157, 158 win... Then, yes, I think two Americans could medal, but it's not. It's going to be fast. Someone's going to take it out, and the winning time is going to be 155 low. Second place is going to be 155, and the third place is going to be like 156 low. So I just don't think Rodgers or Atkins can do that. They they both could medal in a kick race, but it's not going to be a kick race. So I'd say just one medalist, okay. and it'll be a thing, though. Awesome. I also could be completely wrong. And everything I can say <laughs> could be completely opposite. Because like based Gordon on my has bets. Inside scoop, talked to every my...
0: single woman that's going to be in that final and was like, this yeah. is how the race is going to go. This yes. is their race Just listen Gordon, Yeah. Listen to Just, Podcast. I think you this see. is the perfect example to be like, run a thing mo's race in this 800 final.
1: Yeah. Run I don't, a thing mo's race. I'm trying to think, how would I beat a thingmo? if I'm Keely oh, or gosh. if I'm Mary?
0: collectively all seven women have to box her in.
1: I think the only way Keely and Mary could beat a thing is if they work together, but they wouldn't
0: No, every woman for the, for themselves. But they,
1: if you want to beat a thing, you're going to need two women to like box her in and make it really hard for her. You need to pull a sacrificial lamb type situation, which known all other seven women are like, no, I'm not sacrificing my opportunity.
0: But exactly. then if no one
1: sacrifices a thing, Mo's like, okay, I'll just win again. So I'm just, the way to beat, I think the way to beat a thing would be. Oh, I'm trying to think.
0: She has a kick. Yeah.
1: I don't she think she can lead.
0: Th- she can come from behind.
1: To be honest, I think the best – What are her thing's shape... most flaws right now? Like, yeah. what
0: are her flaws?
1: her, be- the her best chance, is? The best chance to beat a thing would be to try to, like, I'm going to run 154, and let's just see if she can do it. That's the only way. If it's a two – it's a 158, a thing has so, so much speed, and she'll have enough time to get around whatever she needs to get around in a sit-and-kick race. I think the only way is, like, you got to make it 154 and then see if a thing falls apart in the final 50 which happens, you know, the greats fall apart. Jakob Ingebrigtsen fell apart in the final 50. It could happen. So okay. if Keeley or Mor- yeah. Mary want to win, you got to go out in 56 and close in like 58. Let's see what happens. We'll see. Uh, women's see. triple jump. Rojas almost lost. She barely oh got into the final because she, snuck in into the final three attempts on her third attempt. So she was in last place. She was in last place all the way until the final round. And then she did one jump over 15 meters, got her into first and then one, which just shows even when she goes, has six opportunities and five of them suck, you just give her that sixth one and she has the ability to throw down an all-time type mark, which she did, Jumps over 15 meters, in one attempt. And it just shows how good she is, that she could have miss, miss, foul, foul, bad mark, bad mark, bad mark, 15 meters, and then I win. So Rojas gets the win in the triple jump. And then women's javelin, uh, who won the women's javelin? I should have written this down. Japanese athlete, Kitaguchi, won on her final throw, throws 66 meters, uh, passing everyone for the win. All right, so, Olivia, I got to go over my bets. So, it's not been a good week.
0: (laughs) Y'all, it's not. It has not been. It's not been good. It's not been good.
1: I have now officially done 31 bets. I've done 31 bets. I will say this. There was a 30-second bet out there in the men's 35K race walk that I didn't get in time, that I didn't place in time because the race started at, like, 1 a.m., but the person I was going to bet on, I would have won $100. Just let that be known. But I never got the bet in on time, so I don't get it. But I would have gotten an extra $100 if I would have successfully bet the 35K race walk at 1 in the morning. But I didn't. All right. Back to where we're at. After day one, I was plus 250. After day two, I was plus 140. Then I was plus $15. So you see a trend. Then I was minus two hundred dollars. <laughs> then I was minus two hundred seventy-five dollars. Then I was minus two hundred twenty-five dollars. And now, Friday was not good. Benaric did not help me. I'm now minus five hundred fifty-three dollars and ninety cents. After thirty-one bets, I'm down basically five hundred bucks. But here's the thing: there's forty-six total bets. So I still have 15 more bets out there to rally, which is the plan. So Saturday, here are my bets: women's marathon, I'm going with Wanjiru to medal at plus 115. Women's shot put, I'm not placing that bet yet. I'm going to wait for the prelims to happen before I place that bet. I got to learn my lesson. Men's 800. I need some money. I need some Moolah. So I'm putting all of my money on Moolah to win gold. He's plus 550. So if he wins, I win a lot of money, 500 bucks. I'm doing a parlay, men's pole vault, women's 5K. I'm going with Obinya of the Philippines to medal in the pole vault and Kip Yegan to get gold in the 5K. If those two things happen, I win $66. So it's not that much. And then... Four by ones. I haven't placed my bet yet. Gotta wait for the lines to open. But I'm probably gonna bet. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm definitely gonna probably bet US. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I'm down five hundred and fifty. Let's hope Saturday's a good day. If Saturday goes well, I think I could get probably up into the $200. If I go perfect on Saturday, I'll be plus 200 Now,
0: there's a lot to happen. What's the there. likelihood of you being perfect right now?
1: Oh, likelihood off the is trend. low. Low likelihood. Very low. <laughs> but I'm confident. Oh, man. I'm confident in these picks. When Juru to medal, she's going to medal in the, the, the marathon. Mula to get mm-hmm. gold? I, it's going to happen. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's Kip Yegon to get gold? That's possible. Open yeah you out to get medal in the pole vault. That's possible. He's jumped six meters. That's possible. Four mm-hmm. by ones is where I'm gonna win or lose because I'm gonna either go all in on my Jamaican women or USA men pick, or I'm gonna try to play the margins and try to predict who I think's gonna actually get second or third with like a Italy or Japan or some other team Brazil that no one's thinking about that I could get with an actual money from them getting third. So I'm going to have to do my research more to see oh, man. where I'm going to end up. But there's still a lot of bets out there. I'm down 550. We got two days. I need the community. Yeah. I need the track and field community, the flow track podcast community, the rally around this you need a rally for me. I can't go out a loser. Oh, I got two days, a total of 15 bets to go. For the rest of our lives, for the rest of our lives. Hey, if I can get to like minus two hundred by Sunday, I'm good. Because I have a thing Mo already locked in for gold. That's happening. My five K pick is not going to. But win you're probably so not going to
0: make much off that, right? Like it's going to be.
1: Oh, it's, I got her at plus one fifteen. So if she wins gold. I win one hundred and fifteen dollars. So that's a good. That's a good bet. Uh, yeah. Okay. One hundred fifteen is. A full extra bet, you know, because I bet a hundred dollars on everything, so I double my money there. the The problem is I have Aragawi to get gold in the five k, and I'm kind of losing hope in that one. So I may have to do a second five k bet, which I don't want to do because then when I start adding new bets to try to chase the money, that means it's bad. And I yeah, that's bad. Let's just stick to
0: one per event, please.
1: Yes, I gotta just do one per (laughs) event. I gotta just do one per event. It's tempting though. It's tempting. Let's not Uh, don't gamble unless you guys uh, have good mental health. Then it's okay to gamble. (laughs) So, all right. That is day seven, day eight tomorrow. Finals are women's marathon, women's shot put men's 800 men's pole vault, women's five K men's decathlon. And then the four by ones four by one. What are we going to see? I'm excited. I just want something special. That should be fun. be fun. Olivia, thank you. Greg, thanks for producing. Thank you. The chat, we love you as always. Let's do it. Okay, well, I'm seeing this. Debo is saying, Gordon, I will say it again, bet on Japan. See, so I on, was thinking that in my head. a medal in the four-by-one. I might do that. That might be the one. I agree
0: with that. I agree with that.
1: All right, we got we got, we got, got cloture. You're agreeing it? The chat saying Japan. Yeah. I like Sonny Brown. I love them at Florida. Maybe I'll do that. We'll see if that. We'll see if those odds are up. It's the I think you should. Chat. I think you should do that. Those odds probably aren't up yet. Yeah, those I odds see. aren't up like yet. They'll pick. probably come up later tonight slash tomorrow morning. But if it's good odds, I may bet on Japan. I may bet on they, Japan. Could be the country that saves me. I remember last year I was down bad, and then Yakub winning gold in the 5k saved me because i bet big on that I Bet like 500 dollars on Jakob to win gold to like get all my money back so maybe i bet 500 on japan maybe i do that
0: let's stick to hundreds please
1: but you know if you do 500 you get 5x
0: hey we're in let's stick to 100 please all right i'll think we'll stick it. to 100. I'll,
1: I'll, yeah. that's you're, almost you're,
0: that's you're kind of treading the same water as if you're doing double bets for the same event
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah like yeah. I
0: feel like you're kind of flirting with that a little bit.
1: One thing, I, yeah. I Also, I wanted to bet Luis Grijalva in the 5K to medal, but he's only plus 250, which I kind of love. The fact that Luis Grijalva uh, yes, is now. Yes,
0: please. Yes. Yes.
1: You think I should bet it? Yes. Yes. It?
0: To medal? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but there's yes. Inglebritzen's there, Kajelka. Aragawe, Gibberwit, Katir, Luis. Those five Luis guys were all really good.
0: Luis and I'm not sure metal. if
1: Gorhalva can beat, you know, three of those guys. I don't know. It's so hard. Gambling. You think it's easy, and then you do it, and then it's not. <laughs> so, anyway, that's enough for today. We'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. You guys have a good weekend.